Next on BYU Sports Nation, it's game day on the blue in Boise. How good are the Broncos and what are the keys to victory? Boise State play-by-play Bob Beeler and Spencer Linton joins us live from Potato Land. And are going for two picks. It's a game day. Let's do this. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. Yo, what up? BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Brian Logan kind of doing the running man. Running man on It's Abby. Thursday, October 20th. Jerem Jordan alongside the greatest five foot six corner in BYU history. Brian Logan, oh. who's wearing orange? Are you wearing, wearing orange? Boise uh, State game it's, day. Come it's, on. It's burnt orange, man. It's burnt orange, yeah, she says. Sh- shout out to... The Longhorns, yes, Texas Longhorns. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're going to shout out to a Big 12 team of, on this of all shout weeks, Shout out Brian. to the Big 12 as well. <laughs> you know, Big 12, Longhorn, yeah, yep, doing it big. With still the here if you uh, happen to uh, need anyone. Yeah. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be here. Yeah, I'm just going to be on the wall, uh, not dancing. No, I'm saving all the moves for you. <laughs> exactly. Big 12. <laughs> We're there for you if you need someone. If you want to, yep. Hey, it's Boise State game day, which is very exciting. Uh, We'll talk to Spencer Linton coming up live from Boise. We'll talk to Bob Beeler, the voice of the Broncos. We'll break down just how good Boise State is. That's coming up. And to memorialize Boise State week in the BYU store. I don't know if you saw this on campus, Brian. Uh, Mm. The Mitchell Juergens catch last year to win that game. Nice. Is memorialized (laughs) in the BYU store. A mannequin with some Boise State cutouts, <laughs> is in the BYU store. So a little bit of a troll job there from uh, the BYU store. Oh, man, that's good. That's good work. <laughs> a little bit of remembering of, uh, you know, last year, man. That's, that's funny. What a, what a classic in BYU history. And, of course, I was gone yesterday. So I, I heard Spuddy Buddy was, um, you know, in my chair I saw on Twitter, which is a little disturbing. Yeah. Um, What's up with you and Spuddy Buddy, man? You guys got, like, this weird yeah, relationship. Yeah, you know? me, the WCC officials. <laughs> Uh, buddy, buddy, I have some rivals, you know. I was hoping there'd be rivals at uh, like uh, Oklahoma and, and Texas. I mean, I, it's I kind of rivalry all... week, right? For well, for for, for Boise State, for Boise. It is. yeah, for yeah. Boise State. Is. Yeah. Um, over Spencer's shoulder in the uh, green shoes, uh, Spuddy Buddy was there. So still no sign of Spuddy Buddy um, on the set. So I'm waiting to see just where the uh, elf on the shelf is today, if you will. Hmm. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's game day for BYU football. The Cougars play at. 14th-ranked Boise State tonight. Coverage starts at 9 Eastern time on BYU TV. With Spencer Linton, live from Boise, he'll join us today on the show. Ashley Hatch of BYU Women's Soccer played her first game with the U.S. Women's Women's National Team last night. She played the final 15 minutes in a 4-0 win over Switzerland. That's awesome. It's only the third BYU Cougar to ever play for the U.S. Women's National Team, I believe. It was Shauna Robach, Alicia Rose, and now Ashley Hatch, if I'm not mistaken. That, and that's awesome. That was in Sandy, nice. by the way. That was just uh, up the road about 30 minutes. So congratulations to her. That's very cool. That's, yeah, that's cool, man. And, uh, yeah, a 4-0 win, so that's awesome. 16th-ranked women's volleyball is back in action tonight. They host Pepperdine yeah. at 9 Eastern time. They split uh, last week in the Northwest, so looking for... Uh, a big win against the Waves. Those Royal Blue jerseys, man. What's, Legit, right? Everybody's going Royal Blue nowadays. It's the Kalani effect. Yeah, it is. It definitely. I, I haven't really seen him in Navy at all. Maybe like a. Does he even wear? Jack, do you even Navy Blue? Do you even Navy, bro? Do you even Navy? Do yeah, that's a question Navy? we should ask. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> Daniel Summer Hayes and Zach Blair are both tied for 26 at minus two. 
after round uh, one of the CIMB Classic in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Malaysia. Wow, Malaysia. that's pretty crazy. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Boise and BYU on the blue, part four. Tonight marks the seventh meeting in the Boise State versus BYU series, fourth at Boise State. This series will continue through 2023. Boise State's ranked 14th, one of 11 undefeated teams right now. But how good are the Broncos? Listen to this. ESPN Football Power Index, or FPI, says Boise State's ranked 30th. Okay, in the polls, 14th, 30th in the FPI. Guess where BYU is? 36th. Six Mm. spots behind Sagarin ratings. Almost validates that. Boise State at 30. BYU at 38. So pretty so, close. So how good, yeah, how good is Boise State, who hasn't played as tough a schedule? BYU's played a tough schedule. Yep. Let's break this down. What do they do well, Brian Logan? Man, they, do, they do a lot of things well. Um, something that, that, that really, I don't know, jumps off the page for me is, is just their overall execution. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you look at their, their running game, they run the ball really well. They take care of the ball so they don't turn it over, uh, which obviously helps uh, with, with wins. Um, they get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. They're very disruptive uh, in the backfield. Um, you know, they are in the top 20, I believe, for uh, tackles for losses. Uh, when you look at uh, having pressure on the quarterback in sacks, 10th in the nation. So they do a lot of things good uh, offensively and defensively, not just a, a one-sided team. Okay, so where's some weakness that maybe BYU could exploit? Oh, man, they have z- absolutely zero weaknesses, man. It I've, seems like that a little bit. I mean, yeah. there's some weaknesses, but not a lot. Bro, I was, I was, like, I was struggling, man, because I spent like a whole hour like trying to find something wrong. What's wrong with these guys? Nobody's perfect! What's going on? No, but I mean, I think that <laughs> The biggest thing is uh, the lack of forcing turnovers. Mm. Um, you know, horrible when it comes to the, t- the turnover margin. Uh, I mean, it's great the fact that they're not giving up turnovers, yeah. but for the fact that you're not forcing it, um, you know, I think it can come back to, to haunt you. We'll tell you just how many um, in a moment. Yeah, and, and, and the, man, I mean, I had to go really deep for this one, Jerem, but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, letting teams come back in the game. That's when you you're know. good. Yeah. Let, let's specifically, let's think about it. So they were, they were up uh, – they were up big on Washington State. Washington State made that a three-point game. Yep. They were up 28-3 to on Colorado State last week. Colorado that was crazy. State that was crazy, scored though. 20 points in the fourth, got two onside kicks, made it a game. So they, they've only trailed for like 20 minutes this year. Boise State's really good. Yeah. Yet, mm-hmm. in the FPI and Sagarin ratings, mm-hmm. they're close to BYU, yeah. which I think huh. is kind of interesting. interesting. And that brings us to today's Twitter question. What is the key to a BYU victory tonight over Boise State? Mm. First tweet in, at Talk to Boyd. More of the same, run, 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 cause turnovers, hashtag do what you do. Now that's a good point. My key to the game for BYU is to be plus two in turnovers because Boise State does not force a lot of turnovers. In fact, mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy how few they have forced, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Boise State has caused a whopping three turnovers this season. Do you know who has double that? His name's Kainakua. He has five interceptions and one fumble recovery. What? Kainakua by himself has twice the amount that Boise State has. They do not force turnovers. I'm not saying they won't tonight, but they haven't in games. Yet, Brian, they don't turn it over a lot. Brett Rippon has three interceptions. Yeah. All against Washington State. So he's had five games where he hasn't thrown a pick. 
Bro, if I'm if I'm Kai, man, they better not talk no type of smack to me. Like, and remember, bro, I got Kai- more I got more interceptions <laughs> than the whole team, bro. No. Remember what Kai did last year? Uh, two, he had three picks and housed three, one. Three picks, right? That's what it was. Yes. He had three. Wait, I thought he had two. He had three. Oh, my memory's a little bit bad, but wow! I thought he had two picks, and I knew he turned one back. But man, oh yeah! And then I would say, remember last year, bro, up in Provo. Plus this year, you know how many picks I have compared to you guys. Yeah, um, but I mean it, it's okay when you aren't turning the ball over, right? Yeah, it, it's yeah. But 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 when you need a a turnover, when you need the ball back in your hands, that's where it can it can come out to to, to bite you in the butt. Because if you play against a solid team that's not um, you know causing a lot of or having a lot of errors, um, you know they're playing uh, you know almost a hundred percent with execution, just like you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? How? How do you get that? What's edge, the right? difference? Yeah, what's the turnovers? Difference? Exactly. And what's the difference between BYU's performance against Michigan State and Mississippi State? Primarily, points off turnovers, in my opinion. Uh, BYU took advantage, had 14 points off turnovers at Michigan State. They they did not have any, I believe, uh, against Mississippi State last week. So yeah. that's the difference for me. If BYU can be plus two, I'll take plus one. But I think Boise State's offense is very explosive. They don't make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Um, they don't give up a lot of sacks. They don't throw picks. They don't fumble the ball. They ju- they just do what Boise State does, which it, is win, man. It's just a, they it's just, just win. This is a this is a classic sign of just a just team a team that does things the right way, you know, of, of execution. And that's why it's so hard, man, to to figure out how good this team is. And I used to talk about this in the Mountain West days, and, and just that having that formula, you know, of of because we used to, I used to talk so much smack about Boise Boise, sorry. Sorry, Mr. Fan, that tweeted at me the other day. <laughs> Boise. Yeah, Boise. Yeah, Boise. Uh, you know, we used to talk so much smack in the Mountain West um, on Boise State, and we said, man. When they were in the whack. The whack is whack, bro. Like, it's so whack. It's whacker than that's, whack. That's funny coming from the Mountain West. Yeah, yeah right, right. Isn't that, isn't, that, isn't that so ironic? Yeah. But we would say, look, they have the perfect formula because they play all these boo boo teams, mm-hmm. and they they have that one quality win against that like like uh, uh, like Virginia Tech or Oregon, right? And then those teams would be decent. They finish decently, that, right? That is Washington State with this team. Yeah, BYU I, beat them by three. Or sorry, uh, Boise State beat them by three. Yep. At La, Louisiana Lafayette, won by thirty five. Washington State at home, three point win. Yep. Although, like we mentioned, uh, Washington State came back in that. Yep. At Oregon State, who doth stinketh? Yes, fourteen point win. <laughs> Utah State, 11-point win. At New Mexico, 25. Colorado State, 3. They haven't right. played yeah. hardly anybody. No, you, they haven't at all. And, and, that's, and that's what's hard. Is it's like on paper, I mean, these stats, they, they're, they're phenomenal, man. And you, this is, a, I think, a coach's dream. You want to have you know, your stats and your rankings to be like this. You're playing really almost perfect football. But who are you playing against? You know what I mean? I mean, my whole mentality obviously has changed you know, watching BYU in the Mountain West and even going into Independence, but even more so this year, man. Me and Spencer were on the sideline last game, and I was like, bro, bro, look how big their quarter is. Like, he's huge. He's like 6'4", 200-something pounds. Like, poor. Which isn't true, but poor, it looks like that. Yeah, look, right, exactly. It looks like it. I'm like, I'm like, poor Jonah, how's he going to get out the line of scrimmage? I mean, yeah. oh, my gosh. And so you look at the, the talent and just the overall athletic ability, you know, of these of these bigger conferences, right? These power five conferences. 
And so there's you know, a difference. Yeah, there's a huge difference. And there's a difference between uh, a two and four Mississippi State and a two and four Oregon State. Yes, there is a difference. Ah, yes, huge difference as well. And and that's the thing with with people. And they're like, well, Mississippi State sucks. And I'm like, well, at the end of the day, when you look at you know these these conferences and SEC, which is the best conference in college football, I mean, the athletes are almost identical, right? Obviously, you have. Uh, you know, more of the five-star guys that, that go to Alabama or whatever the case is. But it really just comes down to coaching at that point. You know what I mean? I think in some conferences, like the, like the Big 12, um, you know, the Pac-12, you do have a little bit of a drop-off with recruiting um, towards the end of it. But with, but with the SEC, man, you, you, a lot of those kids, in, just in that region, in that area, are very, very good. It just comes down to coaching and, and mm. who's, who's more strategic and who's the better coach that I think determines – um, the difference in uh, the actual the, the record, right? And Brian Harson is a good coach to me. Former quarterback at Boise State, now the head man, took over for Chris Peterson, who's killing it at Washington. So yeah, both those teams in the top 15 now. Our Twitter question, what's the key to a BYU victory tonight over Boise State? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. Use the hashtag BYUSNWay and at CoolCougar. We need another complete game like we had against Michigan State. Stop their pass game and get our run game going. I think BYU will be able to run the ball tonight. Yeah, I think so too, man. I it's mean, a different kind of line. They're, it, it they're is. a good line. I mean, Kamalea Correa was drafted in the round before uh, Bronson Kafusi, second yeah. round to the Ravens. Yeah. He's a good player. Darian Thompson, safety, drafted by the Giants. Dante Dion, Jamal Williams, like best friend, calls mm-hmm. him his brother, yep. is on the practice squad for the Giants. So they lost some defensive uh, yeah. prowess there. I mean, don't, don't get us wrong, ladies and gentlemen. We're not saying that these like they don't have athletes and they just – Completely oh, they're suck. good, man. They're, they're, they're good, but, I mean, when you compare it to, to BYU's resume, I mean, ha- does it really match up? Right? And that's what I'm getting at with the uh, ESPN, FPI, and the Sagarin ratings. Yeah. They are saying that this is a good matchup on paper, but it ain't being played on paper. Coming up, Boise State <laughs> play-by-play Bob Beeler and are going for two picks, but first, 4940 man Spencer Linton live from Boise. Ooh. What was the nightlife like last night? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We're live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. The conversation is happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. It's game day, which could only mean one thing. It means you'll be watching me, myself, and I. No, I'm just playing. Uh, David Nixon as well, uh, Uncle B too, and then uh, also Dave McCann. Tonight on Countdown to kick off on BYU TV, we will get you ready for the BYU at Boise State. And Spitzer will have interviews from the Blue Turf. Tune in at 9 Eastern tonight for Countdown to kick off. Oh, and then uh, Jerem, too, is going to be in our ears uh, behind the scenes. I'm, so, in, I'm in your head, man. Yes, in my head, yeah, for the next uh, 17 hours. Yep. That's right. <laughs> that's literally the uh, that's, work of day today. Yeah, uh-huh. And it's fun, man. We don't complain. Uh, Twitter question, what's the key to a BYU victory tonight over Boise State at Nails 21 Jamal running for 150-plus. Mm. That, would, that would be a good sign. Yeah. I, I think mean, BYU is a team, 200-plus. If Jamal runs for 150, BYU is yeah. running for 200-plus. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He has that 150, bro, and it's, it's, it's Gucci. It's all good. And, and you look back and you see when Jamal has had these type of games – I mean, it opens up the pass a little bit for Taysom, but it also opens up Taysom for Taysom as far as him being. Taysom uh, needs Taysom. Yeah, Taysom needs Taysom, man. Taysom, Taysom. <laughs> my Taysom is better than your Taysom, so. That's you know. true. Mm-hmm. Taysom's a uh, park in Pocatello, hmm. by the way. Yeah, I didn't know that. Hey, joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline is a man who's familiar to the uh, program. His name's Spencer Linton. Spencer, what's going on, man? 
Hey, Jeremy, life is good, my friend. Uh, believe it or not, I am hanging out with at Gold Yeller. Of course Jared you are. Jacobs, our Lego expert. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How's, how's his beard looking today? Oh, fantastic. The beard looks healthy. He's got his uh, Quebec Nordiques uh, hat on, a throwback to uh, the <laughs> NHL team that used to be of the, that is the Colorado Avalanche now. That's for you, Jerem. So, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, good. Yep. I oh, don't know. What, what was that? I don't know. That yeah, was Brian's, Brian's extremely lost right yep. now. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> how, how was the uh, Boise nightlife last night? Well, let me tell you this. It's never a good idea when you need to use the restroom to just go wandering into random places. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, that happened a couple of years ago. So I'm happy to report that did not happen to me last night, and uh, ended up eating at a place called the Ram. Uh, watched uh, the Cubs and the Dodgers play last night. A great experience. Nice, awesome. Nice. Yeah, there's a story there, and we're not going to tell it on the air. Yeah, just, <laughs> I mean, you just gotta you just gotta make sure if you go into a couple years ago. Yeah, we're, to, not, we're not telling them. You go into random places. Just you just gotta have a buddy with you. The buddy system, you know. The the spuddy buddy spuddy system. buddy system. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, buddy. Hey, uh, it's it's the morning of game day. What's it like in Boise as they prepare for what what is probably the biggest game of the season for the uh, Broncos and and BYU for that matter? Yeah, it's hard to find a community that embraces their team more than Boise does for the Broncos. Uh, everywhere you go, Boise State flags, Boise State shirts, hats, like they support their team uh, as well as any college community really in the country, and they should. They have a top 15 program. They've won multiple big money bowl games. And so this is uh, it's a big deal. It, even last night, um, I had a BYU hat on, and, I mean, the guy at the car rental agency said, hey, just so you know, it's an eight-hour wait for all BYU fans to pick up their car. <laughs> Shame. So, yeah, they, they embrace their team. This is a big game. This is, in my opinion, the biggest game for them on their schedule. And we talked about yesterday that this, I think this is the biggest game that BYU will play all year. I know it's Boise State might not have the name brand of Michigan State who went to the college football playoff last year, but this is the only team that is ranked when BYU has played them this season. And uh, I think that will, will hold true the rest of the season. Spencer, have, have you had a chance to talk to any of the fans besides that um, uh, you know, gentleman that um, gave you good customer service? <laughs> Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, it just, they're friendly, but well, when it comes to game time, it's, uh, it's, it's all about, you know, Boise State. They, they understand what they can accomplish this year. If they beat BYU, they're in a great position to make a serious run as another New Year's Six game as that auto qualifier G5. And so uh, I've talked to a number of fans, you know, not just the enterprise <laughs> rental agents. Um, <laughs> do they feel like it's a, this. Do, do they feel like yeah, it's a, this is a, a, a rivalry game? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is, uh, two years ago, we called it a budding rivalry. It's a rivalry now because of things that have happened. You know, the seven to six game was a classic. Even going back to 2004, Matt Payne misses that game winning field goal. That was a close game. Uh, last year, Tanner Mangum's Hail Mary to Mitchell Jurgens in the end zone. There, there have just been moments in this series that have really propelled it into rivalry status and the regional ties as well. It's uh, I kind of feel like Boise State in past the year 2000 has become what BYU was in the 80s and the early 90s, where yeah. they, just, they were the team in the mountain region that you need to worry about that that's going to win some big games.
Yeah, and, and luckily BYU did it two decades before, so they actually cashed in on a national title. Otherwise, uh, Boise State may have been in that position had the, it been flip-flopped. I think there are some winnable matchups for BYU, despite Boise State being so good. What are some of those, in your opinion, where BYU could, could win this game? Well, if BYU can start to find some more rhythm in the passing game, I think that there are some deficiencies in the Boise State secondary. They're still formidable, so don't get me wrong there, but I think if if Ty Detmer, the offensive coordinator, can can work with Taysom Hill to find some spots in that Boise State secondary, there there will be opportunities for BYU in the pass game because they're not – I mean, they're – They've studied film on Jamal Williams. They know what's going to happen. They won't be afraid to put seven or eight in the box and force BYU to beat them with the throw. It's exactly what Mississippi State did. Michigan State tried to do that. BYU just overpowered them. So Boise State will test BYU and say, hey, if you can beat us with Taysom Hill's arm, then go ahead and do that. But we're, we're not going to buy into that until we see it. So, Spencer, with that being said, what do you expect from Jamal Williams tonight? I think he'll have a workmanlike performance. He'll, you know, he'll he'll grind out over a hundred yards. But I think Boise State's defensive front is, you know, up for the task. And Jamal's going to get his yards, and like I said, I'd say you know one ten or one fifteen. But it's, he's going to have to work hard for that. I really feel like Boise State's going to going to pack things up in the middle and uh, and make him work hard for that. And, and they will they will challenge BYU. They will allow them to try and beat them with the downfield passing game. And so I think that's where the opportunity will be for BYU to maybe strike some big plays. Since we're talking about Jamal Williams, I believe we have some music to play. On his way to continued BYU football immortality, Jamal Williams is now chasing state on BYU Sports Nation. Jamal Williams needs 641 yards to pass Luke Staley's single-season rushing record of 1582. Spencer, I'm with you. I think he'll have 100 yards rushing tonight. I think he might need a 150 kind of performance for BYU to win, but I said one of my keys to victory, and we'll get you going for two picks here in a sec, but one of my keys to victory was turnovers. Boise State doesn't turn it over a lot, but they haven't created a lot of turnovers. In fact, Kainakua has twice the amount of turnovers uh, created than Boise State has uh, takeaways this year. Why'd you laugh on that one? (laughs) Because it's only three! (laughs) That's an amazing statistic right there. I mean, you have, and, and if anybody understands what Kainakua can do, it's Boise State last year. I mean, he had three interceptions, and he housed that last play, which became one of the iconic moments for BYU in, in that game. There were two back-to-back plays in the last two minutes of that game. It was just unforgettable. So that is that is crazy. And I'm, if BYU's going to win this game, they have got to be plus in the turnover margin. I don't see any other way that they can win on the blue against a team that's 99-6 and at home since 2000. That's uh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's get Sorry. you going for two picks. We will share our hours coming up uh, in a few minutes. But what are your going for two picks, Spender? Number one, and I alluded to this a little bit ago. If BYU is going to strike a big play, it will be in the pass game, and I think that they will find some success with Jonah Trinaman and or Nick Kurtz, or maybe sneaking Jamal Williams out of the backfield on the blitz, and I think they're going to have two 40-plus yard plays. Explosive plays mm. via the pass game. Oh, and that's via cool. the pass. I took, the pass. I, took some, I took some trash from you guys over the past few weeks about not being bold enough with these. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with two 40-plus plays. I think that BYU will, will be able to strike those. Wow. And then uh, secondly, you mentioned the Boise State hasn't turned the ball over a ton. They're very good at ball protection. 
I think BYU is plus two in the turnover margin. So how's that for bold? Yeah, that's that's, that's good. That's good. That's, that's Listen good, to man. Brian. That's, that's that's bold. I would I would need I would need some red Kool Aid for that one. You know, to, to, to take that take that boldness back a little bit. So I wow. appreciate I, I appreciate you. Just just for a reference for people, BYU has one pass play of forty plus yards this year. They're, they're, yeah, exactly. BYU is one of the worst in the country. There's only <laughs> there's like eight teams that have two plus, uh, that don't have two plus, and BYU is one of them right now. Hmm. And, and, the, and the plus two in the turnover margin, yeah, I, I like that one a lot. Mine's see, along those lines, but see, we'll tell you ours coming. If you up. would if you would have said BYU would have had two forty plus passing you know plays, and then maybe named a specific receiver like Jonah, <laughs> and then said that you know on one of those passing plays would have turned into a touchdown like in the fourth quarter under eight minutes, that would have been bold, my friend. Yes, Brian, but I don't use sorcery and wizardry like that. Okay? <laughs> hey, man, you know what? Um, I, you know. I, 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 I am a man of God, so the the, the spirit that I feel, okay. man, is, just, is 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 the Holy Spirit, man. I can't I can't say it's anything else, you know. Okay, okay. I'm scared of like Ouija boards and stuff. Yeah. So you Speak, know. speaking of weird, okay, so Boise State's going blue on blue on blue on the blue. Your thoughts? I think that you should use any and every competitive advantage you can. <laughs> if you got the blue turf and you can go all blue. It looks sharp, and it's it's harder to see the players. It's like when Oregon went all green on green on green. And uh, Eastern Washington has done the red thing on their red turf uh, up in the Northwest. And so I, you know, if you can do it and it looks good and it's advantageous, why not? Mm. Green, nobody really can say I'm just, anything about I'm just green jealous, green. I guess. <laughs> I'm, I wouldn't be <laughs> jealous. I'd be thing. mad. I can't yeah, see nothing, we, ref. We want BYU to be able to do something like that, but that, that's one of the things that makes Boise unique. If, if Kalani really loves Royal, he'll get a Royal field. Right. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's that talk. might be going too far. Yeah, you, you've spoken with Kalani Satake and uh, several of the players in the lead up for Countdown to kick off this week. What it, what did you learn from those conversations? That BYU understands the opportunity that lies ahead of them, and they are genuinely excited about trying to do something that they have one have never done. BYU zero and three playing at Boise all time, and they sense the opportunity to go up and beat a top-15 team. And we went over this yesterday with our stat of the day. BYU obviously has not beaten a top-15 team on the road since 1997. And I had somebody tweet me and say, yeah, but how many teams have they played that have been in the top-15 on the road? And it's more than 10. (laughs) They have had ample opportunities to go and get these big road wins. So they sense the opportunity. And and when I asked Kalani about it, he got this kind of – funny wry smile on his face and he's like we're excited about going to a place that not a ton of teams can get a win against a very good team and so he feels like the pressure is on Boise State because they're on their home field and because they know what's on the line with the New Year's Six implications and being that G5 auto bid team he just wants his team to play relaxed and loose and kind of Live in the moment. Enjoy the experience of playing on a Thursday night with a ton of eyeballs on ESPN. This game will garner a ton of interest because of what's happened between BYU and Boise State in the recent past. And this is a team that uh, features two you know, exciting brand-type t- uh, teams, BYU, and that they play a close game every week, and Boise State, that they have a prolific offense, and uh, it's just unique to watch on the Blues. So they're ex- they are, all across the board, really excited and uh, feeling that they're opportunistic tonight against Boise State. Well, it should be a fun game. We look forward to uh, seeing that selfie with Spuddy Buddy and, of course, uh, hearing from you on Countdown to kickoff tonight. Enjoy the day. Tell uh, at Gold Yeller hello for us. 
we will do that. And uh, he's got some more good stuff on the way. I can I can promise you that. And awesome. oh, by the way, no worries. After the game's over tonight, I'm going right back to the hotel room. No wandering downtown. No. Yes. No. no. Just bring, yes. Unless unless you're bringing Spuddy Buddy with you. <laughs> <laughs> he'll protect me. We still have it. He'll protect you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> we still have to find him in the studio. Thanks, Spencer. We'll talk to you tonight. You got it. Thanks, guys. That's Spencer Linton on the uh, Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Um, got, a, got a tweet in here. At Mormon underscore Madness one. What? In all caps. Behind you, Spuddy Buddy. Ah, there yeah! he is! He's sitting Spuddy! on the monitor! Spuddy! He's sitting on the monitor. He's looking at me, man. He's staring at he me. He is. Well, yeah, he. Yeah, he's, it's like the Mona Lisa, just, just wherever just, you are. Yeah, like it's kind of weird that it's just staring at me. How does he. How can he just sit up there? Like. That smirk, man, on his how, face. How top heavy is Spuddy Buddy, by the way? <laughs> Right. He, he, he squat, made, he's he squat, squat for leg day every right. day every forever. Day. Friends don't let Jeez. friends miss leg day. Smutty buddy. Man. Where's your buddies at? Yeah, yeah. He's he no, he's just Spencer's buddy. <laughs> we were wondering whose buddy he was. Hey, coming up, are going for two picks. But first the voice of the Broncos, Bob Beeler. How good is Boise State? Yo, what up? BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by BYU Dining Services, chef-driven, student-powered. Welcome back. Jeremy Jordan and Brian Logan on a game day in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Coming up tomorrow, be sure to join us for the weekly BYU Sports Nation Facebook Live Q&A at 2 p.m. Eastern. Jerem and I will answer all of your questions. Join us on the BYU Sports Nation Facebook page. And yeah, Brian will join us. So uh, come hang out for that. Uh, Spencer Linton will be uh, returning from Boise. So hanging out with Spuddy Buddy. Uh, yes. So yeah, he won't be on that. Let's refresh today's <laughs> BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's game day for BYU football. The Cougars play at number 14 Boise State tonight. Coverage starts at 9 Eastern on BYU TV. Ashley Hatch of BYU Women's Soccer played in her first game with the U.S. Women's National Team last night. She played the final 15 minutes. In a 4-0 to zero win over Switzerland. Very nice. 16th-ranked women's volleyball is back in action tonight. They host Pepperdine at 9 Eastern time. Nice. Daniel Summerhays and Zach Blair are both tied for 26 at minus 2. After round one of the CIMB Classic in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Now joining us on the Desert First Credit Union hotline is the voice of the Boise State Broncos, Bob Beeler. He's been on the show before. Bob, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation on a game day. Yeah, that's a little bit later in the season this year. Last year, I think it was week two, and this year it is, uh, what, about week eight for you, week seven for us. Yeah, so a little later in the uh, context, uh, there's a little more there. Boise State ranked 14th, 6-0. and Just how good is Boise State? I think it's reminding me a lot of the team that went to the Fiesta Bowl two seasons ago. Uh, it's a team that uh, is very versatile. They can throw the ball. They can run the ball. The defense, I think, has been better than expected this year. And, you know, I mean, this to me is the toughest challenge to date, and I think will be the toughest challenge up until, you know, the postseason, either the Mountain West Championship game or a bowl game. I mean, BYU could easily be 7-0. and We could have two undefeated teams, two teams that are in the top 15 in the country playing tonight. But, uh, you know, seven points, close games. I mean, this BYU team certainly, I think, a bigger challenge than the record would indicate. Bob, does it concern you when you look at BYU's production over the last few games um, against Power 5 schools versus Boise State um, and some of the Mountain West opponents that they've been facing? 
Yes, although Boise State hasn't played that many Mountain West opponents. They've played a couple. I mean, they've played a couple of Pac-12 teams. Uh, Washington State uh, beat UCLA. Um, you've got Oregon State that I thought, you know, is a team that's, you know, coming on a little bit. They they barely lost to Utah. And, uh, you know, I, so I think that the schedules are not as disparate as maybe, you know, people would think looking at them. I know West Virginia is undefeated, and uh, West Virginia right now, one of the 11 along with Boise State that hasn't lost yet. But uh, no, I think Boise State's played a pretty tough schedule. I really like the Washington State team out there. They're, they, to me, were a team that was tough to handle, very different than anybody else with that air raid attack. But uh, I think Boise State's played a pretty tough schedule. Last week, you know, if you don't get a couple on site, again, ifs and buts were candy and nuts. Uh, you know, you don't get a couple onside kicks. That thing's, you know, 28 to 10. But, you know, you can say that in any game. I mean, uh, you know, UCLA, BYU lost by three. I'm sure if you change a player to, you know, BYU wins that game. The matchup at running back is very intriguing to me. Jeremy McNichols, maybe one of the most underrated running backs in college football right now. 14 touchdowns, second most to Lamar Jackson. Uh, and then 18 games in a row with the touchdown. The dude gets in the end zone, coming off of a 200-plus yard performance. Then there's Jamal Williams, second in the country in rush yards. has had a fantastic season. What do you think of the running back matchup tonight? Oh, I think it's fantastic, and I love running backs. I think when you think of college football over the history of college football, running back is a position that is really a glamour position. I think this is the biggest difference for BYU from last year to this year. They really didn't have that marquee running back last year, and I think it hurt them. And I look at Williams. This guy can run. This guy knows how to cut. This guy uses his big offensive line very well. Uh, you know, I think that he's a difference maker for BYU, and I think it's somebody that they did not have last year. And I think Boise State is going to have their hands full trying to stop him on in the running game. McNichols, I don't expect to carry the ball 40 times, especially with BYU's size up front. I would think Boise State would have to be a team that I think is going to have to get their yardage more so through the air today against BYU. I, I think that instead of 50-50-ish, I think it's probably going to be more of a 60 uh, 70-30 kind of a, a game for Boise State passing and running, uh, although I think McNichols can get his 100 and can get into the end zone, but I think he's going to have to work for it. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but I think we got two of the best running backs in football going against each other. Bob, who does Boise consider their rival? Is it BYU? <laughs> I guess it all depends on who you ask. Um, if you ask me, I don't know that there's anybody that I would say is front and center that is a true rival out there in the, in the sense of rival. I, I think sometimes it's hard to have somebody where you say is your number one rival where they wouldn't say that it's back. I think that makes it kind of difficult. So at least that's my <laughs> opinion of it. You know, I think if you ask different fans or you ask different people, I think you're going to get different answers. I would have said until the Mountain West split into two divisions, I would have said either Fresno or Nevada, mm-hmm. but we don't play them every year. So that kind of – cheapens the rivalry a little bit when you know you don't see them but two times in every four years i think that in order to be a rivalry you have to have meaningful games played i think you have to have both teams win games which i think the byu boise state uh rivalry is headed that way i think it could get there but i think for me at least at this stage there's only been six games played you know, to me, when I think of a rivalry, I think of a BYU-Utah, Michigan-Ohio State, something that's been played for, you know, 50, 100, 50 to 100 years. So, Bob Beeler, the voice of the Broncos, is on BYU Sports Nation. Bob, turnovers is such an interesting thing when I look at Boise State. Yet again, they're good at not turning the ball over. 
yet only three mm-hmm. takeaways on defense, but uh, you haven't needed a ton of those to, to be 6-0. and What's up with only three takeaways on defense? That sticks out to me. It does a little bit, and they are the only team of the 11 unbeatens that are minus on the turnover ratio. They are minus three. But their six turnovers that you say is one of the fewest of the unbeaten teams, so they haven't been yeah. giving them away. I, I think part of the thing is they haven't gambled as much this year, different defensive coordinator, so I don't think they've come up with as many turnovers because they haven't gambled as much, but I also don't think they've given up the big play nearly as much as they did last year. Think of a couple of the touchdowns that uh, BYU was able to get in that game against Boise State. Uh, they were kind of busted plays, and they were definitely big plays. If you look at the sack number, I think that the sack number is high. Mm-hmm. If instead of 21 sacks, you had 14 sacks, but you had seven hurries, I wonder if any of those hurries would have turned into interceptions. Sure. Yeah. So I think not gambling as much, being a little more, let things happen in front of you, make sure people don't get the big play, and the ability to pass rush with just four guys and not blitz, actually getting the quarterback down, I think is probably hurt. Myself, most games, if you gave me the choice of no turnovers that you give away, and you take none versus, let's say, two and two or three and three, I'm going to want zero and zero because I think more times than not, if there's no turnovers in the game, the better team is going to win. Now you've got an even matchup tonight, so that kind of changes things. But more times than not, Boise State has been the better team this season. And if you let me sign for no turnovers on either side like we had last week against Colorado State, although one could contend that the two onside kicks in the last five minutes were really turnovers because they were able to keep the football, and that's how the score got close from 28-3 to to 28-23. to But I would rather not give you something before getting something. In other words, if they came together, obviously you'd like to get three turnovers and give away None, but uh, I think I'd rather be stingy than get turnovers if I had the choice. Uh, yeah, you make a make a great point. It's a that's a great perspective there because as a as a DB, uh, if my defensive line if they're getting home um, and and the defense coordinator doesn't have to dial up pressures, then I can get more help with my linebackers, right, and and drop into more zone coverage, mm-hmm. which your quarterback or a good quarterback shouldn't throw it anyway. Um, but uh, Bob, do you believe uh, Boise State will be in a New Year's Six game if they won tonight? I think they can be, should be. I mean, I think this is the hardest game the rest of the season. I don't believe that they're going to be in a New Year's Six game, although I thought the same thing two years ago, you know, without going undefeated. I think right now there's enough teams that have good records. Western Michigan is undefeated. Houston has lost the one. Now their problem, of course, is that they have to win the conference. I mean, they could beat Louisville, finish with one loss, but if Navy runs the table – Sorry, guys, thanks for playing. You might be yeah. the highest-ranked non-Power 5 team, but you're not going to the New Year's Six because you're not a league champion. Uh, but, no, I, I think in order to get there, you're going to have to go unbeaten. So I think this one's key. I mean, this is not a conference game for Boise State. They could lose tonight and still win the Mountain West and, you know, still win out and finish, you know, 11-1 in the regular season, 12-1 and with the, you know, win in the conference championship, claim a championship. But that might be enough to knock them out of a New Year's Six game. I, I think this is huge. I think if you look, if Boise State wins this game tonight, the three non-conference wins out of four that they're going to be able to show are going to be BYU, who I think will not lose a game after this one for sure. I mean, they've played their meat of their schedule already. This is the next time where they should just start to, you know, they win tonight. BYU is going to close on an eight-game winning streak. To me, there's no doubt about that. Uh, But when you look at Boise State, a win over Washington State, and they continue to win, 
And the Oregon State win, I think, is a little better than people would have thought at the beginning of the season if you were able to notch them. So, yeah, I think they can get in a New Year's Six Bowl if they win this one tonight. But, again, there's still a couple of tough games. Wyoming looks better, and they have to face them in Laramie. Uh, Air Force has given them fits over the last two years. That's the last regular season game. And San Diego State is probably the team that if you're fortunate enough to win the Mountain, that you're going to have to beat in the Mountain West Championship game. But if you've gone undefeated to that point, the game's going to be here because San Diego State has already lost the game to South Alabama. So I think if you can get this one tonight, I think it does kind of set up nicely for Boise State to return to a big game. The stakes are high for this one for both teams. Should be a fun one. Bob, we appreciate the time and have a great call tonight. Thank you, guys. Good luck. I think it's going to be a great one. Seems like it's a Friday or Saturday all day. I can't believe tonight's a Thursday. I know, yeah. Right. Tomorrow's yeah. going to be a bummer. <laughs> thanks, Bob. I know. <laughs> Kill the party right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, thanks, Bob Beeler, for joining us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. It does feel like a Friday. Yeah, every day is Friday. The Thursday, the Thursday game. Mm, they're 5-0, and by the way, on, uh, in Thursday home games all the time. Every day is game day. Except for Sunday as at Brigham. It's on the T-shirt. Sunday is game day. Except for Sunday. Mental reps. It's a different Mental kind reps. of game. Mental reps. Right? Yeah. Film, film study, Jerry. Hey, coming up, our going for two picks. One of these is not like the other. And why does Brian have one of his two picks about Spencer? What? This is BYU Sports Nation. I can't wait for that one. It was there for you over a thousand times yesterday. It was there for you today. And it will be there tomorrow. As long as you're making memories, it will be here to save them for you. It's what we do. We create the technology that saves your memories. I am Flash, connecting people through memory. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan live from Studio B. Remember, if you ever miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation Live, we have a rebroadcast daily at 6 Eastern time on BYU TV. It's game day, which can only mean one thing. What does it mean, Brian? One thing only. It means you'll be watching me on Countdown to Kickoff by myself. I'm taking over the host. I'm I'm taking over the set. Why did we pay this Spencer to Boise? Yes, you you guys messed up, man. When you guys sent him over, I was like, pfft. Oh, my gosh. No time for that? It is over. I mean, Have you talked to the producer about this? I mean, we'll get you ready. Yeah, I'm talking to the producer right now as we speak. Um, we will get you ready, or <laughs> I will get you ready. I, just, I should say we, because I'm still going to go to Spencer. Well, you and um, I. You and I. He'll have interviews. We'll get ready. and we'll. So you're yeah. going to let Spencer in on Countdown Yeah, 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 yeah. It only makes sense, man. I mean, How my, kind of you? My producer did you know, teach me this. You know, you want to bring the fans into the actual game day experience. So yes. We, it's only right to have Spencer there okay. you know, from the Blue Turf. So Fine. tune in at 9 Eastern uh, tonight. Uh, me, Spencer, and then Jeremy in the background uh, for <laughs> Countdown to Kickoff. Literally <laughs> in the background. Our Twitter question today. I'm like Spuddy Buddy, always <laughs> watching. What is the key to a BYU victory tonight over Boise State? Let's get uh, at Matt Moon double zero in here. The offensive line and Jamal need to click, and Taysom needs to throw for two touchdowns. Mm. I think Taysom Hill will have a huge role in this game. Don't yep. forget this, by the way. The Idaho kid, back in Idaho, yep. never lost a, a game to a Group of Five or FCS team when he starts and finishes the game. Taysom nice. Hill. Nice, nice. That's the best stat I have for you. At Kugbaka. Jamal, uh, Jamal Williams has to do his thing and run angry. Man. Running the ball will open up everything else. I imagine if Jamal Williams is hungry and he, he's not himself, 
Mm-hmm. That he will be hangry. Yeah. And he'll be good to go. Yeah. Don't give that man a Snickers. Don't feed him dinner. Don't, He'll just be no, rah, 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 don't the feed whole him. time. Let him, eat, let him feed on linebackers <laughs> and D-linemen. <laughs> We've heard Spencer's, and you're now going to hear our going for two picks. Can you predict the future? These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. We uh, predict two things. We keep track of them. Brian Logan will weigh in today. Going for two is brought to you by BYU Dining Services. Spencer's six and eight on the season. Mm. His two picks, if you missed them earlier, are as follows. Number one, BYU will have two or more explosive plays of 40-plus yards. That is the best, toughest, going-for-two pick he's had all year. That's a really tough one. BYU has one explosive play of 40-plus this year. This year. Year. So he's saying two today. Number two, BYU will be plus two in turnover margin. Hmm. That'd be a big one, given the turnover conversation. It'd be a big one. It's not bold, but it'd be a big one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not as bold uh, it's, it's coming not, from you. It's not bold. Yeah, so remember, uh, bold predictions uh, are coming up on Countdown to Kickoff tonight, so Brian Logan will give us two other picks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I get, I get, I'm crossing over platforms and stuff. You know, I always think, I always Do have it. like bold, bold predictions and stuff. We have a fly up here too, mind. which is always fun. Spuddy Buddy's cousin. <laughs> exactly. Okay, my two picks. The game will be decided by 8+. plus. I'm not saying which way. I just think <laughs> I just think whoever wins will win decidedly. Are you trying to say right? that Brigham isn't going to win, Jerem? No, I said the game. BYU could win by 8+. plus. I'm just Brian. playing. I'm just playing. I just Okay, that's my first you. one. I should put you on a spot. Given the fact that 6 of the 7 have been decided by 7 or less. Mm. This is this is interesting, right? Mm, uh number 2. BYU will have two or more interceptions. Brett Rippon Boise State quarterback has thrown three picks all year. All three came against Washington State. The fact that BYU would have two in one game is significant. And and, uh, BYU does this. They have 12 picks by seven different guys. On the season, Kainakua has five picks himself to lead the country. Had three against Boise State last year. Two plus interceptions. Two or more. Nice, man. What do you got, Brian? Um, BYU will have a pick six tonight. Woo! Yes. BYU does not have a defensive touchdown this year, so that'd be big. Yeah, they, yep, that, that needs to be. I mean, you know, when, with you, it, it makes sense. I mean, you saying that, you know, three interceptions. We're all talking about pick. Uh, right. Or two interceptions. Turnovers. Yeah. Spencer, plus two in turnover margin. You're saying pick six. I'm yep. saying uh, mm-hmm. two picks. Yep. Two okay. or more picks. This is for my, for my last one. Mm. Spencer Linton will go 0 for 2 in his going for two picks. Oh! Oh, that is a shot! <laughs> <laughs> that is a shot to the northwest. Oh, bam. That was on target, too, man. Bam. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. I like those going for two picks. Those are good. We will keep track of this and weigh in tomorrow. Uh, Spencer Linton will join us as well tomorrow. So recapping our picks. Spencer, two or more plays of 40+, plus, plus two in turnover margin. I said game decided by 8+. plus. Uh, and two or more interceptions for Brigham. Brian said BYU will have a pick six. Yes. Uh, and that's not Boise having it, right? Because uh, 2012, they had one. Mm. Oh, yeah. So that's will go for two. Oh, for two. It's going for two picks. <laughs> it's brought to you by BYU Dining Services, chef-driven, student-powered. Coming up, Ashley Hatch played for the U.S. Women's National Team last night, and Paula Sique's in action tonight. It's all in the Cougar Whip Round on I love BYU Sports Nation. I love you, <laughs> BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. It's game day for BYU football. The Cougars yeah. play at number 14, Boise State, tonight. 
Coverage starts at 9 Eastern time on BYU TV. Me, myself, and I, Jerem Jordan in the background. Spencer Linton on the blue turf. Soccer. Ashley Atcha, BYU women's soccer, playing their first game with the U.S. women's national team last night in Sandy, Utah. She played the final 15 minutes in a 4 0 win versus Switzerland. Volleyball. 16th ranked women's volleyball is back in action tonight. They host Pepperdine at 9 Eastern. Cougars in the PGA. Daniel Summerhays and Zach Blair are a bunch of uh, in the midst of a bunch of turkeys. They're both tied for 26 and crows at minus two after round one of the CIMB Classic in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Back to you, Brian. Okay. Cougars in the NFL. Thanks, Jaron. Paul Asike and the Bears are in Green Bay to take on the Packers tonight. Cougars in the association. Kyle Collinsworth had four rebounds in seven minutes of play last night for the Dallas Mavericks and a loss to the Houston Rockets. Tennis. The men's and women's tennis teams continue to play in the ITA Mountain Region Championships. For men's uh, tennis players advance after day one, and Savannah Ware and Samantha Smith have advanced to the double semifinals. Coming up tomorrow, Brian Logan in the house again as we recap the uh, game against Boise State. Today's Rise and Shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most, DexterLaw.com. It goes to Ashley Hatch for playing with the USA uh, women's national team. She's just the third Cougar to do so. That is fantastic. Our Twitter to Bobby anymore? No. Oh, okay. You missed that earlier in the week, didn't oh, you? Yeah. Our Twitter question, what's the key to a BYU victory tonight <laughs> against Boise State? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Adam underscore Ferrero, dominate the trenches. We have size and strength on them. They run, run, then run, run, run. Like it, yep. BYU has uh, what they think is an advantage uh, in the trenches, but we'll see. Uh, tax for loss and sacks has been a real strength on this yeah. defensive line. For it's Boise a State. good matchup, man. I'm excited. Top 20 in both of those. Because it's on paper, but like you said, the game, the game ain't played on paper. It ain't played on paper. We don't play on paper. We, we don't play, play on, on grass. We, play on, we don't play on blue. Uh, well, we it's play on green turf, and it's blue, but yes. <laughs> Our elite tweet of the day at 10C White. Tennessee White, I get it. Mm, Key of the game is to win. Thank you. Yes. Want to see Ty Detmer 14 do the Macarena? Yes, part two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Kalani Satake uh, hit it in the uh, locker room as well. well it was like you know a TZ anthem, that's what it's called. I think so. Uh, thanks yeah. to Bob Beeler, uh, Spencer Linton, and everyone on our crew. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. This is a big game for the Cougars tonight. 14th ranked Boise State. Yeah, grab Spuddy Buddy. I have some business with him. 14th ranked Boise State. 9 Eastern time. Countdown to kickoff. Brian Logan jumped. He got Spuddy Buddy. Let's spike him off. I couldn't reach. <laughs> nice. Take that. The show's on demand on BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes and TuneIn app. For Brian, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Max Newberry. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow. We'll see you tonight at 9 Eastern for countdown to kickoff. I think I pulled my hamstring, man. Beat the Broncos! <laughs>